Trying to find some peace and only God know. Cross me once, can't call my phone, you get the dots on. I been on fleet, I'm popping. Not many running, you don't know it help my pockets. In my road, take that Draco and go wildin'. Trying to grow up, don't come in contact with that violence. Violence, she be played how I'm styling. Comic well, she like wet pictures, that ain't my bitch. Tired of the bayou, I won't take it out to New York and live a high life like a nigga sign with hybrid. Showed you that side, but that's who I'm is. I know I let that daddy spit on college. If I die right now, just check the stats and see how I did. I'm a real street nigga. Yeah. I just put my red eye out and try to stop a nigga. I just walked outside my house and I'm on shot a nigga. Fuck my ex, I hope my next can probably top a nigga. Take me to a place I can't imagine. Pick them up, heartbreak, and I'm so damaged. Stepping in blood with these thugs and I can't pass. Knock them off, nigga, what? They got a handy I just took the floor, went on the block and took the top off Talking all this top, I go by top, I get them knocked off See them youngins hopping out that bands, that's some dropouts They was hating, I knocked them out my lens, that ain't my fault I'm with him, I'm drinking on that hand like a pop-pop Pick a thing, they drinking on that gin I been going off, going off on all, all these hoes, wait on me to fall I walk in quick, dirty as the fuck with pee up in my drawers Bitch, I'm drunk than the fuck, I need some Tylenol Proper as the fuck with my head off. Been going crazy, but I can't let my son see it all. All this love got me damaged, I just want it gone. If you my friend, let's get it in, just take your panties off. Take me to a place I can't imagine. Pick them up, heartbreak, and I'm so damaged. Stepping in blood with these thugs, and I can't panic. Yeah, we knocked them off, nigga, what? They got a handy. Y'all, welcome to Smooth Talks with Be Smooth, presented by Black Vision. So today I'm going to be interviewing Marlon, so go and introduce yourself for the people. What's good? What's good, y'all? This is my name, Marlon, y'all. You know, uh, I'm, I go to Texas A&M University Commerce. You know, I'm a senior, getting ready to graduate. Wish y'all much best out there. Y'all stay safe during this quarantine stuff, man. Listen to this podcast. Shout out to Be Hustle, man. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you for that. So, Marlon, you about to graduate. So, you know, what's your future plans after graduation? Well, right now, you know, uh, my future plans are just going into my master's program. You know, I want to get into higher education and I want to pursue many different options and many different fields, you know, throughout my career. But right after I graduate, I'm just going to get into higher education and really just pursue my dream degree. And that's getting that master's and being the first person in my family to achieve that. So I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, you say you're getting your degree in higher education, so you want to be a director of a school. I don't know really the educational background, so you want to be principal? Yeah, so uh, right, I have, right now I want to, like, be a dean of students, you know, so basically, you know, run my own college one day. Hopefully that's like an HBCU. And then uh, later down the line, I want to get into administration. So, you know, I want to become a superintendent and put on different mini programs, you know, for many different school districts around, you know, my community and stuff like that because, you know, Education is important, you know, if money gone and we don't got nothing else in this world, we got our minds. So, you know, I really want to put on a lot of different programs for that, you know, in the near future. Mm, so you want to be that nigga. You want to be the head honcho of your university. Yeah, big boss, you know, real talk, you know, big boss, you know, really putting on for people, you know, because, like, you know, boss is a term that people really just see as a way of making money but i i see the word boss in many different ways you know so 
I feel like, you know, stuff like that, actually educating people and actually putting on people and getting them to another level that they're already on is, like, really, really a goal of mine. So, you know, and that just comes from higher level of thinking, you know, expanding their mind, you know, food for thought. So, All right. So, since, you know, you want to do HBCU, now, WAPN, they not paying as much. Is that, like, your only option else you are, like, open to ideas of being a PWI? So, because I know, you know, commerce is a PWI, but it seems like HBCU because it seems like all the black people, you know, they run everything. Yeah, you know, so that would be my dream to be a demon student at an HBCU. But, you know, like, I'm a opportunist, so whatever, like, the opportunity is at, like, and what's given to me, I'll, I'll seek it. So, you know, if it's happened to be at a PWI, I wouldn't mind, you know, being a dean of students at a PWI. But, you know, my prefer, like, my preference is an HBCU. But I'll go where the money go, you know, still at the same time, you know, I got to follow the money. But, you know, if I just had to choose, it would definitely be at an HBCU. I feel you on that. I ain't never go, I ain't never go to no HBCU, but I did go to three universities, so. And out of all my universities, I feel like commerce really is like that HBCU. And yes, people and nigga been around. So yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different schools that, you know, I actually wanted to attend too. Uh, but you know, commerce is just it's not too big, it's not too small, you know. And like you said, like the black community kind of run the school and the whole entire campus, you know, it's kind of like a division within, like, the black community, the white community, and, like, the Latinos and Latinas and stuff like that. So, I mean, we around in commerce, so it kind of felt like I was already at an HBCU when my time being spent here. So kind of got the feel of a lot of different things, you know. And my mom, she went to an HBCU. So I experienced HBCUs, you know, going to Fairview and attending that, you know, just for, like, different events that they have out there. So I kind of got the feel of that, you know. So it's a lot of different things. Okay. So other than like school, education, uh, really that's, you know, your career goals. So what's another passion you have, like a business that you want to start? Because, you know, every black person and really just everybody in the world got like a vision they want to express, but, you know, in their own different way. Yeah. So with me, it's like a lot of different visions that I have, like, you know, because I'm a person that really strongly believe in having more than one income. You know, I really thrive on that. So it's just like I have a lot of different, you know, business proposition that I actually want to pursue and you know I want to start off you know flipping houses and getting into wholesale you know I've been studying that field of area for like a while now going on two years so you know just with me finishing up college I finally had the full time and free time to actually get into that and dive into that but you know um, wholesaling and flipping houses putting people in actual you know homes you know that's kind of a goal of mine because you know a lot of People are unfortunate and, you know, they I feel like it's a dream of mine to actually put somebody in a dream home, you know. So getting to thrive on that and actually designing the house and putting the house together is kind of, you know, my thing. And another thing is, you know, I'm into stocks. So I, you know, invest my money into a lot of different things. You know, my time spent in college, you know, I've been investing into a lot of different things, you know, a lot of different stocks. So, you know, I'm a big person on, you know. Bitcoin, currency, and stuff like that. A lot of different things. You know, I grew up watching a lot of different investors and watching the way they got money off stocks. So, you know, I'm a big stock person. And then, you know, one day I want to franchise my own Wingstop. You know, Wingstop is my favorite fast food restaurant. And, you know, I love wings, you know. So I plan to own a Wingstop one day in the near future. So, you know, I have a lot of different business opposition. And I want to do a lot of different things, you know. But those are kind of the things I want to do for, like, for starters. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I know a lot of people want to do wholesales, but I know many, really, a couple of my homeboys, they don't, it's something they always want to do, but they really don't know where to start. And then, like, once they do start, they kind of lose motivation because it is kind of challenging, you know, wholesales. Like, you got to find that house. You yeah. know, you got to uh, get it redone inside the house, like, you got to get the right target uh, market, the right place, the right area. So when you can, when it comes to struggles like this, how are you going to like handle it? Are you going to try to get a mentor? You're going to try to reach out to somebody join an association. Yeah. So um, with wholesaling, like you said, it's a lot of 
it's a lot of struggle within that, you know, like because the market for houses can be so good and then the market can be so bad, you know. So there's a lot of struggle within that. So what I kind of thrive on as well is the stay down process, you know. I I believe on that. If you stay down for something that you really want for the bigger picture, it's going to soon resonate into success. So, you know, like, I really believe on that. But, like, as far as mentoring, like, I have a lot of people that I actually, meant, like, you know, look to as a mentor that kind of schooled me to the game with the whole wholesaling, you know, because I'm a student at best, you know. So I observe a lot of different, you know, jewels from my, you know, old heads and mentors that kind of put game to me on wholesaling. You know, I observe their their moves. I listen to what they tell me from their experiences and stuff like that. And then, you know, I kind of be an intern, you know. I know that's a strong word to use, but, like, I kind of be an intern. I kind of just follow what they do. You know, I don't necessarily get into their projects. You know, I kind of just observe, you know, they'll tell me, what do I feel about this house? Do you think it's a good neighborhood, bad neighborhood? You think I can make more than what I'm putting up for? You know, I kind of throw my little two cents in it. You know, I'll share my ideas and kind of see what I want to hear from their feedback and then kind of go from there. So I, I love having a mentor when it comes to this, just because like I always need an extra set of eyes. You know, I'm a person that believes strongly in strength and numbers. So the more people I have around my circle that has kind of the same vision that I want to have and the vision that I have for all of us, you know, it kind of helps me in a way, you know, so I'm big on having, you know, a lot of OGs and mentors thriving on my success. So, yeah. Okay, I see the vision. I see a vision. So, you want to you have that clear vision for your team? Yeah, for sure. No doubt. You know, like I said, strength in numbers, man. You know, everybody eats too, you know, so ain't nobody. Now, would you out. ever, now, since, you know, um, since you're going to be on, like, you want to have a team, would you ever, like, little bro somebody be like, you know, I put them on everything and then be like, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have this? Is that something, like, a mentality? How you feel about stuff like that? The whole big bro, little bro thing, you know, I'm a person that if you ever had to tell somebody that you really put them on and kind of remind them, then you kind of failed in a sense, you know? Because the real is going to forever know what the real is, you know what I'm saying? So if a person that's my my little bro, my young boy, that really kind of knew that I put them on, I don't have to go back and tell them because they're going to know, like, yo, I wouldn't been here. I wouldn't know what I know today if it wasn't for Marlon, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have to be the one to kind of just go back and tell them, you know? And I'm not a person that kind of just thrive on, like, telling somebody what to do and how to move, you know? I kind of just show my actions and let my actions kind of mentor my little bros, you know, and my young boys. You know, so I'm a person that believe in actions speak louder than words. So, you know, I kind of just let my actions be the the mentor for my youngness. And I don't kind of have to really say anything else, you know. They tell me what they want to do, and then I kind of show them by the way I move, and then they kind of follow it. So there's nothing really I have to really just kind of shed back to light on them and let them know, yo, as a reminder, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. You know? Okay. So what about um I know many people the little bro really might be, you know, big bro really might be old, I mean younger than, you know, little bro. How you feel about that? Like some people I know that I was really like one of my uh, day ones, he got a big bro, but he younger than him that he kinda look up to. So is that something you kinda look into? Like older people calling you like big bro? Like how would that make you feel? Yeah. Like, you know, it make you feel like what's funny about that is, like what's funny is like, you know, growing up, like um I'm the I'm the youngest out of my siblings, you know, so I was always been the little bro, but my older siblings, they never kind of ventured off and went off to college and stuff like that, you know, and stuff like that. And I kinda elevated in a sense where I'm making a lot of different moves so it got to the point where a lot of my homies and a lot of people that were older than me would call me big bro and I didn't start to realize it until I got into college you know so you know I felt more of it as a uh, a pride thing you know I'm like yo that makes me kind of feel prideful you know like they call me they big bro when they older than me 
just by the moves that I'm making. So, you know, that's something that can kind of trigger them. So if I were to have someone that was younger than me that I would call my big bro, it's because it's something that I see that they're doing that I want to get to. So, you know, it kind of works both ways. You know, I just feel like it's a good thing to have. You know, that just shows that a person that's younger actually doing something that the older person is not, you know, or that's trying to get to there. You know, everybody moves differently, you know. You know, Nipsey said it best, you know, life is a marathon, you know what I'm saying? So everybody moves at different paces. So, you know, that's how kind of how I look at it. Another thing, uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle, you know, today is that, you know, one year mark. Yeah, for sure, man. Rest up to Nipsey, man. He was really a go. You know, I watched a lot of his moves. You know, he kind of formed me into who I am today in a sense because, you know, I looked up to a a lot of different people, but Nipsey was the person I actually really, really looked up to. You know, uh, I put on a program in dedication to Nipsey at Commerce. You know, it was a, a victory lap event, and that was the name after his album. And, you know, that event was just basically an event that kind of discussed many different ways to be successful. You know, it was the keys to being successful. So, you know, we discussed a lot of different things, you know, so that was kind of uh, dedication event, and you know, for him. So rest peace to the goat, man. He was really a goat in my eyes. <laughs> nah, for real. Now you know Nipsey. He did talk about uh, what currency exchange, um, basically kind of the stock stock market. Yeah. And I know you. That's something you are into. So are you into like forex or just regular like stocks like Bitcoin? Well, um, I hear a lot of different things with forex. You know. Um, I hear good things, I hear bad things, you know, positive, negative. So I'm not too uh, for sure how accurate and how legitimate uh, that is, but it's something that I'll just have to really look into for myself. But uh, I am into Bitcoin and I'm into a lot of different stocks as well. So, but I got into Bitcoin kind of a few years ago and that's kind of been an up and a down thing but you know bitcoin will always you know be something i always put my money into regardless <laughs> now do you feel like it's a big thing to jump into stocks right now like what the because what the world got going on with this virus like really like it's like we on lockdown yeah I've never in my lifetime experience nothing like this so <laughs> you know you probably find this as a shot i feel like this is the perfect time to put money into stocks you know and if you have stocks, let me say this to all the people that will be listening to this podcast. Do not sell your stocks. You know, if you got something, don't worry about the market crashing and anything like that. Leave that money in there because, you know, it is a crash. You know, we are experiencing, you know, a dark time right now. So it's just like baby, people got to look kind of past that, you know, what the future is going to hold. This is the best time to actually not get too um, trigger happy and trying to sell your stocks because, you know, Leaving it in there is going to only benefit your profit back and your return. So this is kind of like a time where, you know, people kind of get a little skeptical, you know, the market is crashing, you know, but I feel like this is the best time to not even touch your money, you know, go get what you got to get, you know, by all means, go get your supplies. If you got to have family, you know, go get what you need to get in order, you know, for them to survive on and stuff like that. But, you know, if you got, you know, a little extra change and stuff like that, don't sell your stocks, you know. I'm a big person on leave that in there until the time is right. You know, even though we are crashing right now in the market, leave that in there. <laughs> leave that in there for real. <laughs> yeah, stock something I'm trying to jump into really this next month. Really kind of 2020. This is the year I'm trying to jump into stocks. Yeah. That's just something, you know, expand your money. I feel like you do need more than one income. No, that's real, real, real raps because, like, you know, we live in the nowadays where you can really make money on anything, bro. There's so many ways to get money, bro. It's just, like, there has to be more than one way to get that. Like, people have to have more than one income. Like, you know, if you don't have multiple incomes coming in, like, what is you doing? Like, that's what I kind of question. Like, if you don't believe in multiple sources, I feel like people are too comfortable with like life you know they're too stagnant they'd rather just be comfortable now go get you as much money as you can man like real talk and that go for the fellas out there and the ladies man go get as much money as possible man there's so many ways to go get money 
no, nah, that's facts because you see now you see servers, um, a whole bunch of people in career or well, in different types of health field and warehouse workers. Everybody going through a struggle right now. A lot of people getting sick because the virus. A lot of people. This is like their only income is you know one. You know they only have one source of income. Yeah. You see a lot of servers get laid off. So you know it's probably this the best time to like people to realize that you really need more than one income and when stuff stuff like this happen people lay you off you can't do what you have to do else let's say you are in the health field and you work and you don't want to work there but you have to because you know that's probably your only income yeah so and that's real talk because you just got to think about it like from a perspective where it's like you know think about the people that work in factories and stuff like that and they you know not no knock against people that didn't go off and get a you know college you know, degree because college is not for everybody. But just go think about the people that actually really live check to check. You know what I'm saying? Like that's their only source of income, and now they're laying off, and you know, people got families out here. They got kids that they got to feed, and now they're just like, "Yo, what are we gonna do?" Because you know, that ain't stopping no rent. You know what I'm saying? That ain't stopping no mortgage. Like you gotta keep paying that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have to find other ways, different outlets. You know, to get that, and that especially. I feel like that really needs to be heard by at least, like, especially the ladies out there because, you know, ladies, you know, they, you know, they're not like us fellas. You know, they, you got some ladies out there that really believe in, like, you know, being a boss, you know, boss lady and stuff like that, getting multiple incomes. But, you know, we got some women out here that just kind of thrive on just one source of income. You know, there's single mothers out here that kind of live check to check. You know, I know single mothers out here. My mom was a single mother. She lived off check to check, you know. So it was just like, I really, want to see more of that you know in the world you know thriving on getting multiple incomes you know we need that you know we need that for real there's so much money out here that ain't gonna ever fade away facts that's one thing i'm telling you people really need to think about while we on this lockdown everybody at the crib watching netflix hulu you know laid up with a boo you for know, real one thing y'all really could be you really could be out here making a game plan about like damn like can you believe we only got one source of income? Like without this job, you know what else we gonna do? Yeah, and this, so this you think about it, actually craft like your budget, your planning, all this type of stuff. Because I better believe, like when we get free from this quarantine, so much stuff is gonna come into the society. But like, there's so much stuff that's gonna get hit, like with everything. You're gonna be seeing a lot of different stuff when they find a, a cure to this virus and a vaccine to this, bro. Because we've been on lockdown so much, so it's like. You're going to see a lot of musicians come out with their albums. You're going to see a lot of uh, movies coming out. Like, everything is going to resurface back onto the surface. People got to realize, like, you know, while they're on lockdown, this is the best time to, like, really orchestrate their plan and their budget and ways to thrive when things resurface and when things reopen, when we're actually allowed to be you know, back in the public, you know what I'm saying? So this is the best time to actually, you know, get yourself together and kind of just orchestrate a plan. So this is the best time, you know, life is kind of on a pause right now. So, you know, rest up, boss up, and then thrive, you know, when we free from all this. Yeah, because we, yeah, we're not going to be on lockdown forever. Now, I ain't going to say we're going to be off lockdown in a month, but, you know, I'm saying, like, probably – you got to give it to, like, the fall. Like, probably around August, September, we might be, okay, we kind of ghost is clear. But I ain't going to lie, I ain't going to go out that first couple, that first month. We clear, you know, I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to make sure, you know, it's gone. Cat, man. So I'm going to let other people <laughs> Same go out. here, bro. I've been, like, with all this stuff that's been going on, like, you know, when I got to go get food, when I got to go get, like, toilet paper and stuff like that, when I got to go out to the stores, you know, I'm, I, I've never been an extra person, bro. But now, like, Ever since the stuff been going on, like, I've been so extra, bro. Like, I got to sanitize my hands everywhere, you know, like, literally. Like, I'm not playing about that, bro. I'm not trying to catch that <laughs> at all. Well, I'll be walking in a Target, a Walmart with a whole, I got a whole tracksuit on. Got the hoodie on, nigga, mask on, glove. I got two gloves on. I don't want to cat like that. I ain't playing no games. I literally been in the crib, bro. Like literally locked in the crib on lockdown. Like if I ain't gotta go out nowhere, I don't gotta go out, bro. I'm not going around and staying inside, man. Like you know, this stuff is no joke. And I'm just hoping, like you know, I wake up the next morning, 
and this stuff is just gone. You know, I hope that I wake up to Twitter, seeing Twitter trending and like, you know, seeing that the coronavirus is clear, you know, like I'm just waiting on the day. <laughs> that day is going to be so crazy because everybody's going to be so free. They're going to be so ready to get out. It's going to be like crazy. But my ass is still going to be in the crib chilling. <laughs> Uh, them uh, IG, Facebook, Twitter captions are gonna be so cold the first day out. Everybody gonna really gonna have the first night, you know, the first. The same yeah, caption, first they gonna have the first out. day out. They gonna have all that. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be ready to move. Like, <laughs> they gonna be ready to go to these parties, kickbacks, gatherings, Sunday fun days. You know, all that. You know, they been they they waiting. <laughs> People don't even go out. They about to be out in the streets. For real. Make sure they just gonna be outside just so they can be outside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no care. No care. I feel bad for all the college kids though. You know that actually went back home and stuff like that because it's just like they didn't even want to go home. You know what I'm saying? Like they felt like college was kind of like an escape goat from their parents and stuff like that. So now they got to be back under their roof. So they feel kind of trapped and stuff like that. <laughs> so to all the college kids like that, out there, man, y'all kind of just keep going, keep your head up, man. Y'all be back in school soon. So. Back in your little dorm room with the little twin size bed. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. But now nah, I really feel like after this, like all the uh, colleges are really on online program. Yeah, they didn't move everything. Like I know, like my uh, my young boy, bro, he called me like not too long ago. Uh, you know, him and his sister needed some help on some homework and stuff like that. And they like in middle school, and like the middle school kids doing online work. So it's like, yo, like that is crazy, like. They really having these kids out here really doing all these online courses and stuff like that. And it's like, some people don't like online, you know. I'm a person that loves online classes. I take online classes, you know, so I don't got to go to the professor. And I ain't got to see the professor. But some people actually prefer being in the classroom, you know, which is understandable, too. But it's just like, yo, people are really doing these online courses and stuff like that. Yeah, some people face-to-face. Like, I know I wouldn't know face-to-face. I love yeah, for online. Real. I can be I can be drinking at the crib, hey, doing the quiz. Online. I'm a multitasker, <laughs> you know. I could be doing multiple things at once, you know what I'm saying. So if I'm at the crib, just cooling, I can be playing the game. I could be doing a lot of different things back and forth, doing this homework. Got a little online discussion, bro. What? I ain't got to do that joint till like ten o'clock, and that dude at eleven fifty nine, bro. I won't open it up till ten, bro. I'm, I'll knock that out real quick. <laughs> I love classes. Light work. <laughs> Light work. I feel like now, like, relationships going to be kind of up and down since it's quarantine, especially if you live with your girl and y'all both got work from home. So now y'all spending all the time with each other. It ain't like y'all going to get a break from each other. Like, hey, babe, I'm about to go out. You know, I'm about to go to work. You know, I'm going to see you later. Yeah. Like, nah, you wake up. We in the living room doing work together, and I'm gonna be with you like all day. But that's really gonna test your love for that person because it's gonna just be like, yo, you literally don't have no time for yourself. So it's just like you're gonna be waking up next to that person, you're gonna be going to work with that person, you're gonna be literally seeing that person 24 hours out of the day. So it's just like that's really gonna test a lot of people's love and stuff like that, you know, especially the young people, you know, because we young people like we just we love having our space, you know what I'm saying, from our significant other. You know, we love having our space from one another. You know, we like to go out with the homies and stuff like that. We like to go, you know, do a lot of different things with the bros. The ladies like to go hang with them and stuff like that, hang out with their little homegirls and stuff like that, you know, but... Yeah, go get, go get the, you know, go get the uh, nails yeah, and uh, you know go to the saying? mall. And then, you know, for the fellas, we just like to link up and, you know, just kick it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, they can't have that now, you know. Now it's really gonna, you know, put a standstill on a lot of things. You know, it's gonna test the young people's love and see if they really, you know, really about what they say they feel. You know, that's gonna be crazy. But I, really, I feel like now many people, like in our generation, like young people, really don't be getting married like they used back to back in the day. Like we see people that have a whole lot of baby mamas, baby daddies. You know what I'm saying? They was together, but once the baby come. You know, they split up, you know, they fell apart. I don't really see too many people, like, just getting married. Like, dang, I really yeah. love her. Like, it be niggas, you know, niggas still be in the field, and then they got a girlfriend. Like, hey, sorry for you niggas. That, hey, you living with your girl? Hey, you can't, ain't no sneaking. <laughs> no cash. There's no sneaking and geeking. <laughs> like, dang, nothing you can uh really say. There ain't no excuses. 
that you can put on your girl, bro, you are on lockdown. <laughs> Sorry for the fellas. But, like, you're right, though, bro, about that whole, like, you know, not getting married. You know, a lot of young people, you know, I have a lot of uh, big bros that been with their girls for, like, 15 years, you know, that never got married. They haven't proposed, but they, like, got three kids together. So I feel like that's more of a young people thing, like a millennial thing, you know. Like, they don't really believe in marriage, you know. So, you know, me, however, you know, I believe in marriage, you know. So, you know, you know, if I ain't having a wife, then obviously I'm still ready to seek, you know, different women. And I feel the same way with a woman. If she ain't ready for marriage you know, to really have herself a husband, then, you know, she really still kind of wanted to explore her options in a sense, you know, so, you know. But everybody had their own personal preferences and stuff like that and personal opinions. And I'm not speaking people that's not married, though. Yeah, and I feel like women, women need to not force the issue when it comes to, like, marriage or getting into, like, a deep relationship. Because, you know, women, they be wanting to, man, I want me a man. I want to, oh, I love this. I love how they have their uh, yeah. wedding. I feel like some women, they be so, I feel like they be yeah. peer pressure when they see other people on social media, their homegirls have like a good yeah. love, a good wedding. And they be trying to like force the issue a little too much. Like they bring it up too much or they talk about it like so often, like every day. I feel like you need to just let, let it, it come, come into place. place. I feel like real, you should force it. Rap, like where it's going. You know, a lot of women, like they, they have like, they, they view, they view a marriage comes from like a timeline you know they expect a lot of different things of how us fellas like you know expect like you know i see a lot of women they say they want to be married by 24 25 they want to have a kid at 27 they want to travel at 28 they want to do a lot of different things and then they want to get married so it's just like bro like they have a timeline and that kind of puts pressure on a lot of fellas bro they like yo like this is what you want like what about me though like what about the bro like you know what i'm saying so it's just like let it flow naturally, and that's where I feel like the best love comes from, you know, like, you know, and the best marriages will work, you know, if it just happens naturally, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got to really force the marriage, because if you got to force the marriage, then that's going to force a lot of downfall into the marriage, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you let it flow naturally, your marriage will be natural, you know what I'm saying? It'll be naturally. So, you know, just let it flow. <laughs> so I got this homeboy... And then, like, his homegirl, like, well, his girl, her homegirl just be, like, talking all in her ear, like, you know, like, she, like, the, I guess, she want to be the advisor of how their relationship goes, talking about, oh, girl, he needs to be doing this for you, he needs to be doing that for you, and I just feel like, well, shit, that's their relationship, you know, she gonna structure that whole, or they gonna, you know, run that whole like they want it to be run, I feel like you shouldn't let other women or anybody just get in your relationship and be like, what you doing? Like, he supposed to be doing this. Like, she supposed to be doing that. Like, like damn, this is my relationship. Like, if this this ain't y'all relationship. This is my relationship. Yeah. So whatever y'all say, of course, I'm going to hear y'all out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're my homeboy or homegirl. Like, I'm going to hear you out. Okay. But at the same time, you know, you're going to make that decision with that girl. Like, or with that dude. And that's real rap, bro. Like, you know, the one thing that can fail a relationship fast is really listening to your homies and your homegirls, you know what I'm saying? But it's always good to take advice, but it's bad to take advice from the people that ain't doing what they preaching, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how you gonna mm -hmm. listen to uh, your homegirl when your homegirl don't even got a man, a man for herself, or she can't keep a man, you know what I'm saying? Or how you gonna listen to your homeboy if your homeboy just out here thotting and you trying to be like, you know, you know, husband, hubby material, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's different ways to take advice and, you know, like, that's the one thing that can really run down a relationship and ruin it if you're taking advice from the wrong people on how to, you know, fix your relationship, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, there's a lot of different things that I look on that, though. Like, advice is good, you know, but all advice is kind of not good, you know what I'm saying? Because when two people are married, you didn't really know where you could take advice then. So, like, why would you take advice now? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a lot of different things that can factor into that. But, like, that is the one of the worst things you can do when you're trying to fix a relationship or maintain a relationship is taking the wrong advice from someone. <laughs> For real. 
Yeah, so ladies, fellas, y'all hear that? Do not just take advice from people. You know, they ain't preaching what they talking about. Like, you shouldn't even want to listen, especially if it's like your homeboy or homegirl that always got problems with um, their relationship or with a dude. Else they just be thotting around. Like, they doing that, you know, you shouldn't even take them serious. You should be like, you need to get your, like, you know, yeah. fix first before you talk to Yeah, about trying to put two cents into someone else's, you know, relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get yourself in order first with what you got going on with your uh, circle, you know, and who you being intimate with, <laughs> for real. But, you know, no relationship is perfect, you know, and that's what I kind of feel like, especially for a lot of women, you know, they expect a lot of things to be perfect, and us fellas, you know, we expect a lot of things to be perfect as well but not too much as women you know what i'm saying like you know we do our you know mistakes where we don't even realize it's a it's a mistake until after the fact you know what i'm saying so it's just like there's a lot of things that people got to understand that you know relationship will never be perfect (laughs) it's never will be perfect because we're dealing with another person that's imperfect and a relationship are within two people that are imperfect. So if those two people are imperfect, the relationship is going to be imperfect. People don't realize that. <laughs> now they're going to they gonna learn something now, especially when they, we on this lockdown and everybody, you know, if you live with your boo, like, y'all going to learn some stuff about each other, especially, hey, we on lockdown for another 30 days or yeah. so. It might be two months, three months. Like, you know, some people might be broken up. <laughs> You know, some people might be like, "Damn, this the one for me." You know, real you know? talk, real talk. You know, I just had a uh, a homie of mine, bro. Like him and his girl just broke up, and where they were like a little break after like five years. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just chopping it up with my bro, like you know, a day or two ago. He was just kind of telling me and the other homies about like what's been going on and stuff like that. And you know, like. He was telling me that, you know, she just needed space and all this type of stuff. So it was like, and that's after five years, bro. Like, they need space. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're with a person after five years, like, do you really need space? Like, you know what I'm saying? So we've been trying to tell him, like, yo, don't even really trip on that because it's like, you know, do what you got to do to boss up. And then it's like, she'll come back. Y'all going to be back together, like, here within a month or however long it takes. But, you know, you can't erase five years, but like, you know, this space is real because now it's just like, yo, like, we're on quarantine. So, like, all you have to do is just really self reflect on yourself. So, this is the perfect time to do that and or not to do that, you know. So, it's going to test a lot of people's relationships. And, like I said, like, my homie mom really just got out of here. So, that's kind of crazy how you just said that. <laughs> now, people really go. They're going to get back together. People break up and they've been together for a long time. I feel like they don't get back together. They don't really want to tell everybody to get back together. We'd be like, well, I'm going to so 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 house. I'm going to I'm going to his house right quick. Yeah. And you'd be like, y'all back together? And they're going to be like, nah, we just we just seeing each other. We'd be like, oh, okay. And that's, the, and that's like the worst thing, bro. Like, that's why it's just like, you know, with social media, like, you know, if you're a social media couple, it's like you're posting your boo every day on on Twitter or you talking about them on Twitter and stuff like that. You you showing all the good times, you know what I'm saying? But when it's time to go through some some darkness and some struggle, it's like y'all separate and then it's like, oh, like people realize that y'all breaking up. So it's like, yo, like they broke up now. Like, oh my God, what happened to them? And then it's like then they see you back together. So it's like that's why I'm a big person. I don't really believe in like social media, you know, relationships because it's just like, yo, like you're showing all these people the good times. When are you, what are you going to show them when it's bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then when y'all get back together, it's none of that after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no, go- at least for me. Like, I know if I'm dating someone and stuff like that, like, I'm not going to be posting them after we broke up like that. You know what I'm saying? Because then it just shows that, you know, we're good, then we're bad, then we're good, then we're bad, you know, potentially. And then it's just like, yo, they're toxic. And then it, like, it gets people like the inside of, what they think they know about us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that female's going to be like, damn, that female toxic. Real toxic. toxic. <laughs> Once I just broke it up, like, two, uh, two, two, two months ago, y'all been together. together. Like, you know, then it's just like, yo, like, it's a cycle. <laughs> Real talk. So it's like, it's none of that with that. 
I tell homies like that all the time, you know, like, do not be, you know, if you're not going to do that, don't do it at all. But if you are going to do it, just know y'all better be a strong couple. <laughs> Real talk. No, fast. You're going to get talked about, especially don't let it be no YouTube video. Man, and y'all break up and y'all get back together. It's Boy, it's a wrap. The comment section is going to be boom. Rap. <laughs> For real, like it's a wrap, and it's best, especially gonna be like the fellas doing it too, because it's like fellas gonna be seeing the girl, they gonna be trying to get at the girl while she's single and stuff like that, you know, before she go back to her dude, and then this is gonna be like the little women, like the the ladies out there just talking about them, like you know what I'm saying, like oh, like oh, like it's just gonna be crazy, so it's just like that's that's a no no, <laughs> do not do that. Social media relationships need to die down a little bit. No, thanks, but a lot of people like the attention of the social media. They like that, man, no, for real. I feel like that, like, it's good for some people. You know what I'm saying? It is good for some people, like, you know, but at the same time, it's just like, too much is too much. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, like, I'm just thinking, like, we on lockdown because of, like, a virus. And weapon wheels on lockdown for like social media. They was like social media just canceled for like April thirtieth or something like that. Like, how you think the world? Bro, be? I wouldn't even know because it's just like <laughs> people communicate through this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but that mm-hmm. kind of I feel like that's when the older people really step in on the millennials. You know what I'm saying? And kind of show us the way of how to really move without this because they didn't have that you know back in their days you know what i'm saying so it's just like that's when i feel like a lot of the old people will kind of come in and throw their two cents oh yeah this is what we did when we didn't have that you know what i'm saying back in our days so it's just like they'll throw their little two cents in and kind of show like you know that they're still over us and that they still can thrive without social media and stuff like that but then again it'll be a way for us to be guided you know what i'm saying so i feel like that would be a time for the the older people that kind of really just thrive in, you know, in that era. I feel like we would just kind of follow the older people of what they do. Because <laughs> with me, if you're if we're being honest, like, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't just no social media, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're sitting with the fam, but, you know, we can't get on Twitter. We can't get on Snapchat. We can't really do nothing. Like, we got to really just... You know, I got to call you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to call you to link up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to communicate through a lot of different people to have a party or something like that. You know, it would be different ways that you have to really do that. I don't know how that would actually work, but, you know. Yeah, it's it like going to work on people's social skills, but um, I couldn't do that. I like, I like social media and looking at stuff and, like, hearing stuff, communicating with people. But I'm just happy, like, hey, I'm happy we was born in the technology. Nah, for real. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, you know, like, I hear some people say, like, they wish they could live in the 90s, the 70s, the 80s. It's just like, I don't wish that. Like, you know, I don't wish. I'm I'm glad I'm in this era, you know, because it's just like, this is my era. Like, you know, like, this is what I, really like, technology era, you know, like, I don't see how I would thrive in that, you know, but people thrive in different, you know, areas, you know, and just like how, you know, our parents were thriving in the, the 80s and 90s and stuff like that, you know, they'll would have found it, but, you know, I'm glad that we're in this area, like, you know, I like social media too, you know, I like keeping up to date on a lot of different things, you know, I don't gotta watch TV through an actual television, you know, if I'm out and about and I'm bored somewhere, I could just pull up my phone and stream something, you know what I'm saying, so I, I I fuck with uh social media and stuff like that. I really feel like it's important, you know. And it just opened another new outlet of making income. You know what we talked about earlier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's, that's facts. Fact. That's really facts. You know, people be trying to talk down on people that's YouTubers, that's you know, bloggers, all that stuff. But it's like, yo, like, let them thrive in what they doing. You know what I'm saying? They ain't gotta go. Uh, clock in and really put in a nine to five, you know, or put in 40 hours a week to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like the people that made Snapchat, they were just three businessmen that were in college. You know what I'm saying? Sitting in the dorm room 
and they just made money off that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, that's crazy. And it's through social media. <laughs> social media bring you a lot of yeah, income. Tough, now, I feel like people be saying they want to live in the 90s and 80s. I think they say that because the way they dress, like the style, the vintage type style, they be like, oh, they so clean. They not showing too much skin. I be hearing women say that all the time. Be like, I love how they dress. You love the vintage way. I don't mean you love like you you would want to live in the nineties yeah, or eighties. Like, Just say you love their style. That's all yeah, you gotta you say. You love the style. Like it's okay with loving the style, fam. Like, but actually living in that, bro, you don't know how them times were, bro. Like times were so much different back then. Like you know, you trust me, y'all probably wouldn't want to live in that era. If we're just being honest, but the style is okay. You know, a lot of people love the nineties style. You know. But, like I say, like, I'm a person that's kind of up-to-date, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like the style that, you know, I witnessed. Up-to-date. I need, I need, I need, I like, new yeah, shit. I like I need to see shit, a new bro. phone. I need to yeah, see everything. Real time. Real time. I, I like the new shit, bro. Like, the whole 90s style is cool, but, bro, like, bro, that fades away. So, and that kind of looks tacky now, if we're just being honest. <laughs> I'm just being honest, like. You know, seeing niggas wear Hawaiian shirts with Timberlands and shit, bro. Like, that shit needs to be died down, bro. <laughs> they need to RIP yeah, with their rest in peace. In the closet, bro. They need to retire that. Yeah, the whole style. But shout out to the old heads, bro. They they will never let that go. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Hey, we really appreciate y'all. Y'all really kind of set the Y'all set the way. Y'all paved the way nah, for, for real, you know, bro, style. Bro. You know, my favorite rapper like, is, like, you know, Nas. And he's a 90s rapper. So it's just, like... You know, mm-hmm. and I would never heard of Nas if it wasn't for my old heads, you know. And he an old school rapper, so it's just like, you know, I don't got no di- no uh disconnection from the old people, man, from the old heads and all that. <laughs> yeah, I know the like artists, rappers, singers, hey, poets, y'all better be in y'all bag when we get out of this quarantine. What? Like, no like, cat, man, bro. Have you been hearing them Drake leaks, bro? Nah, I ain't heard. I've been seeing people see it, like post it. But bro, I don't want to ruin I it, bro. Feel, I don't bro. know. I might, I feel, he might like, want to I drop it. Like, I didn't want to ruin it either, bro. But like, you know, Twitter is, is such a crazy thing. You're like, you're just going to have, you're just going to see it. So it's just not, it's just so hard not to click it. But I saw this Drake leak. Uh, it was called uh, Vital. Like that joint, crazy, yo. Like he snapped on that joint. Like it was crazy, bro. Like Drake is a goat. <laughs> Real talk. But like, yeah, all these rappers better be in a bag, bro. Because the minute we get free. Oh, uh, the music is gonna drop like crazy, bro. They finna drop like dominoes. But this is the best time, really. No, like this is the best time for rappers to drop music too, in a sense, because you know we're not doing nothing. So it's just like all we have to do is really just listen to the music. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we're not out doing shit. So it's the best time. So I'm expecting here some more albums. You know, who's some of your favorite artists though? So some of my favorite artists. Well, I got like a top five, top five of all time. I'm gonna say Drake, he on there, uh Future on there, uh Gunna on there. I like Hoover's Pop One on okay. there. And then my last one going, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to I'm gonna give it to the baby. No, so those your top five that you like right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about my you want my yeah, all time. Yeah, what's your all time like? too? Oh yeah, my all time, I'm gonna give it to Don Kennedy. Okay. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Like, I really, with, uh, with ASAP Rocky, I really like the groups, yeah. too. So, with ASAP Rocky, I really do, like, ASAP Mob, ASAP Ant, you know what I'm saying, ASAP Furry, ASAP Nas. Okay. And then when it comes to Kendrick Lamar, I like the group, TDE. Okay. And then, you know, J. J. Cole. Okay. Uh, so, I like them. I said Dom, J. Cole, Kendrick, ASAP uh, Rocky. And then I'm gonna get it to future. Like future is forever gonna be okay, on there. Like, but don't get twisted. I like Thugger too. Like I like Young Thugger. So too, yeah, so. okay. So like my all like my five top five right now is definitely we gotta be Drake. It gotta be uh, NBA. NBA Young Boy is really in yeah. Young Boy definitely in that conversation. <laughs> and um, you know, I gotta you know I don't really I'm gonna just go off. What I of what I hear right now, so Drake, Young Boy, uh, Thugger, Thugger is hard, bro. Like I really, I really mm-hmm. like Thugger, bro. Like real talk, Thugger is hard. And then I would say, uh, I say Future, bro. I'll say Future. 
And then I would say uh, Luke. No, I say G Herbo, bro. G Herbo is is in that conversation. I listen to G Herbo more over Lil Baby, so you know, yeah. Oh yeah, nah. G Herbo snapped on what? Yeah, TSD. Like, real yeah. talk. He snapped. Yeah, he snapped. G Herbo be snapping all time. Like you know, that I can't. I don't have an all time, bro. Like you know, it's too many. It's too, it's it's too, too many, many goals, bro. It's kind of you know, it's too many goals out here that really know how to make music, bro. Like real talk. <laughs> so. I don't even really have an all time no more, bro. But you know, those are some the rappers I I really be rocking right now. But you know, Atlanta, bro, they 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 be they be producing the, the rappers out there, man. No cap. Shout out to ATL, man. Y'all got a lot of ghosts out there. Shout out to Future, Lil Baby, uh, Migos, Migos. uh, Twenty One Savage. Bro, shout out to a whole quality. Bro, control. yeah, whole, shout out to whole everybody not even from now. Nobody. Yeah, everybody not even from ATL, but just shout out to the whole group of artists. Like, I got people from all over. Real like, talk. that shit, that shit lies. Like, Atlanta really is big. No, Memphis yeah, big Memphis too. Is big too. You know, shout out to the people. Shout yeah. out to Glock. Yeah, shout out to Key. No, Key Glock. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He one of my favorites right oh, now. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm tripping, bro. I can't, I can't even name the, my favorite, bro. Glock boy, I love. Hey Glock. man, don't sleep That's on like H Town too, bro. Like you know, I really, I don't even know why I didn't say top. Uh, like Sauce, bro. Sauce Walker is somebody I really be I mean, rocking with too, baby. Bro. Yeah, yeah, he been really running. I feel like Houston, like been putting a name for himself, and he really be trying to put on different type yeah, of artists. Really. I see, you know, he, you know, he be rocking. You know, he got peso, peso. Yeah, with him. for real. Hey, shout out, shout out to the Hispanic rappers coming up. Yeah. Like, I know they on the they on the ride. I gotta, I gotta like, hear some like music from them, bro. Like you know, uh, I really never really just heard a lot of Spanish rappers. But the crazy thing is, I heard more uh, from female rappers that were Spanish more than rappers that were actually male. Uh, so yeah, bro, you are gonna see probably in the next year and a half, two years, like Hispanic rappers really gonna like emerge. Like, bro, they on the come up, bro. Like just like women. Female rappers, they came, they did they look yeah. come up. You know, back in the day, it was only like a little bit, you know, here and there they rapping. Yeah. Now and then, you know, it's time progress. We seeing more Whoa, women rapping. rapping. And fellas, y'all better get in y'all bag working on y'all 16s, bro. Real talk, because these <laughs> ladies out here, bro, they are really coming hard, bro. Really coming hard with their verses. Like, no cap, man. Like, I heard uh, one uh, female on Twitter rap the other day, fam, and I was just rewinding it, rewinding it, because it was just like, yo, she is killing this joint. Like, she really rapping. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, y'all fellas better get in your bag, bro, because they catching up. <laughs> no cap. All right, did you ever listen to Erica Banks? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I, uh, you know, I believe she went to commerce, you know, to my college. You know, I never met the joint, but, you know, uh, I know she a female rapper, and she actually be going hard, you know, so. Uh, my homie Jeremy be producing for you know. Shout out to Jeremy, bro. Uh, Sergeant J, you know, best producer in the uh, state, man. Real talk. But yeah, back to Erica. Like you know, I heard some uh, some verses and some songs by her, bro. Like that, I checked out. She really be snapping, bro. Like real talk. She really be snapping. You know, she uh, posted this one free- freestyle. You know that kind of went viral. You know, and I kept seeing. It. I was talking about that, uh, bro. You remember she did that? She did that disc, that disc yeah, freestyle. Yeah, uh, I saw like a little disc freestyle when I clicked on uh her her uh, her channel, bro. Cause when I saw the freestyle, bro, I didn't really go check her out because I never really heard her rap. But you know, she really made a name for herself at the school, and you know, I I see Jeremy talk about her a lot, you know. So um, when the freestyle kind of surfaced, I watched the freestyle and she was really killing it. I'm like, yo, she can rap, like really rap. And then I clicked on her uh, her uh, channel on YouTube, you know, and then I saw that she dropped a diss song. And I'm like, yo, like, she really rapping. And she really got music out here. And you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, yeah. the big homie, uh, Dave, he uh, be talking about her music too, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, shout out to Erica, man. You know, keep doing your thing, man. You really uh, setting the pace out there. I don't know who she is, like I said, but, but she be making a name for herself. You know? People know her. <laughs> and then uh, shout out to Sergeant J. Uh, shout out to Dave. Yeah, Cozy. shout out to uh, all them, man. Uh, all the uh, influencers out there, man. That's on their ground with they uh, with their businesses and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all y'all, man. Real talk, y'all keep going hard, man. 
Nah, for real. Bro, really, I want to see more Dallas singers. Uh, I would say, I, I don't even know if you classify Cash Page as a singer. You classify it, like, as a singer, like... Uh, I would classify, I would classify as a, as a singer, bro. I would, I would do that. I would say that. But it's really, you know, people don't like being classified as one thing. You know, a lot of these artists these days yeah. like to be just classified as a musician or just an artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like <laughs> when people give like titles, like they feel offended. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I know rappers don't like to be called rappers. You know, at least for some people I know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, they want rather probably be yeah, called like, artists, be called like, artists and something like that, you know, of that nature. But I, I really do hope, you know, in the next couple of years, that Dallas, probably in a year and a half, like we do become one of the cities that do have like a lot of artists come out of. I know that's going to be kind of hard because you know, uh, Dallas artists and really just around the metro place, it's hard for them to kind of get out, like to even get the support within the city. I feel like when you see cities like of Memphis and you see people like Atlanta and then you see people on the coast like everybody be supporting each other and like you just see so many different artists come from there like don't get me wrong like Dallas we got like a whole bunch of talented people but it's not like it it doesn't get recognized or it doesn't go to that next level you know what I'm saying or it don't go to that next level but you know like I had a lot of homies that rap you know what I'm saying so we done had a lot of conversations back in the day where it's like, yo, how can Dallas get to a mainstream level with the music scene? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I just feel like, bro, people got to keep just making good music, bro. Like, y'all have to, like, these artists out here, they have to make good music. And it just has to get put on a platform. Like, they just have to give the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to happen one day. And I just feel like it's going to, like, you know, it's going to just blow up one day. You know, we're going to end up seeing someone from Dallas or at least somebody from the Metroplex just literally blow up one day. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, yo, they from Dallas. They from Fort Worth. They from Arlington. They from somewhere in the Metroplex where it's just like, yo. And then we're going to be on, you know. But we got some nice artists out here, bro. You know, we got some nice artists. Nah, yeah, bro, we bro. do. We, we got, we got, really got some nice yeah, ones. For real, there's a lot of talent out here that people really kind of just sleep on. Uh, You know, I know TK was from Arlington, you know. Uh, I, it's the one yeah. platinum. He yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like if, if bro wasn't, like, locked up, bro, he really would have been putting a lot of people on because he would have been that person, you know what I'm saying? Because he went platinum, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro was going, doing numbers. But, you know, we got Splurge, you know, shout out to Splurge, man, putting the ass on, bro. Splurge, yeah, Splurge, so yeah, he be on it. I think, yeah, I think so. Splurge, he relocates out there to like the county yeah, or something. Yeah, you know, uh, Splurge lives right in the head of the Glen, you know, like I that's up the street from where I stay. So, you know, like, you know, shout out to Splurge putting the ag on, bro. He he making boss moves. And uh, there's a lot of different rappers, bro. Uh, shout out to 10K, man. You know, I don't know, bro, like that, but I know he's from Dallas and he kind of uh, put a lot of stuff on too. So, you know. Yeah, I fuck, I fuck with the creativity, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Especially his videos and how creative he is yeah, with the videos. Yeah, uh, yeah, bro, bro, really nice. You know, he can really rap, you know. You know, people really be knowing him for his dancing, but bro, like, I remember listening to some music. Bro can actually rap. <laughs> he actually got some skills. So, yeah. you know, and shout out to uh, Kyle, bro. Kyle, uh, uh, you know, Dave, homie, you know, Dave right here, man. You know, Kyle really go hard, too. You know, he listened. Uh, he got some bars. Mm-hmm. And, uh Shout out to the mob. Oh yeah, man. bro, for real. Uh, shout out to Harm, bro. Uh, Harm, see Harm, bro. He he go hard too. You know what I'm saying? Bro can really mm-hmm. spit. You know that, bro. Bro really go hard. <laughs> no cap. He really be hitting it. So a lot of rappers out here. And shout out to my uh, bro DeAndre. You know he a rapper out out there in Arlington. You know, you know he uh, on the music scene. And shout out to my bro Demetrius, bro. Like they really be on that music. So. We're going we gonna to see how Dallas turn out within the next two years. I feel like it should, it should be something big. It should be some big stuff. Yeah, happening. for sure. Word up, word up. <laughs> okay. You know, some big events should be happening in two years, too. You know, stay like stay tuned for those type of events, you know. Real talk, real talk. <laughs> but, uh, y'all, we coming to the end. 
with Smooth Talks with Be Smooth, presented by Black Vision with my boy Marlon. Uh, Marlon, anything you want to say to, like, the people? Uh, not that much, not that much, bro. But uh, thank you for having me, bro. Shout out to Be Hustle, man. Y'all go tune in to my bro podcast, man. He really out here making boss moves. Uh, shout out to the 85 chapter, Cap Alpha side, man. Shout out to my chapter, man. The Hammer Boys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, ESPN, shout out to all them, bro. P.O.D., all the uh, pro fights, man. Shout out to all the fam out there, all my family. Y'all stay safe. And shout out to the, the world, man. Y'all stay safe out here, man. Y'all boss up, uh, construct y'all plans, which I want to do when we get free from this uh, quarantine. And y'all boss up, bro. Appreciate you for having me, B-Hust. No problem. Hey, y'all stay tuned. This episode will be dropping this week, we'll also with another episode. So, hey, be on the lookout. Oh, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. Appreciate you for having me.